And I really think it's a matter of knowing what you want and going for it, no matter what the haters are saying, um, no matter what anybody is trying to tell you, just take the, obviously take the helpful advice that you can use for the future and just go for it. And then always, always, always be thankful for the people and the opportunities that you have, because you never know. There could always be that one special person who you don't appreciate or that you don't really keep in mind that much that could change your life. And I've always thought of it that way because it has happened a few times. So I always make sure to stay humble around others and to just know that I'm very lucky. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Ride and Bush, and today we are joined by a 13-year-old singer, song, a writer, who has proven to be quite a force to be reckoned with, where here in 2022, she has released two singles, both very uh, different energies, very kind of different styles. We're going to be diving into both of them here today, as well as the road that led her here. My guest today is Kyra Daniel. How's it going today, Kyra? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I was jamming out to the music here earlier today. I'm loving both of these songs. I can't wait to dive into them here. But of course, like I mentioned, there's a little bit of a road that leads to that point. And for some of the listeners who maybe don't know, you actually happen to be a part of the uh, renowned group, the uh, mini pop kids. So at what point during your journey here, with the uh, MPK group, the crew, did you sort of decide it was time to maybe uh, release some of your own music? Yeah, that's a great question. So ever since I started singing, I was probably like five years old, I knew that I loved music and I wanted to like pursue it in some way. So um, I love performing live, I always have. And the Mindy Pops was such a great experience. And I also... I had it, I always had it in the back of my head that I want to release a single. Like I wanted to play on the radio. I want to just have like a song that I can call my own type thing. So um, we, my dad took me to Nashville. Um, Leanne Phelan saw me on Instagram and she asked if she could like manage me. So we had a trip to Nashville and I wrote three songs with a producer named Evan Klein. Oh, okay. So you mentioned just in that there too, uh, you kind of got noticed by somebody who decided to manage you and that led to a trip to Nashville. So uh, Nashville (laughs) being one of those uh, music meccas, definitely much more than Kingston, Ontario. So uh, (laughs) what was it like to go down to Nashville? It was crazy. I had so much fun with my dad and like we were only there for like three or four days and it was, I mean, we went to like one like little concert and that was kind of our outing for the entire trip. Um, we were in the studio all day um, and it was just so fun. Everybody down there is so nice. Oh, wow. So only like three or four days and you knocked out three songs. Yeah, <laughs> we probably wrote like I think we wrote one song every day. And then like the last day that we were there, we kind of just like finalized everything and like made sure that we were like in the vibe. Okay, okay, getting the energy down. Did you have sort of any ideas beforehand when you went down there? Or were these all like brand new songs and ideas here? Yeah, so we, like I said, there was three. One of them we wrote on Zoom um, before I went to Nashville. And um, basically, like we didn't finish it. So that was the whole point of going. Um, So I knew that we had like half of a song, but then the other two we could just completely wrote right then and there. 
Okay. Wow. All right. All right. So, of course, I want to dive into uh, some of these songs. So I might as well kick it off with the uh, most recent single, your sophomore single here, which is a uh, very powerful track entitled Words Mean Something. So uh, take us behind exactly how this track came together and what does it mean to you, Kyra? Yeah, of course. So Words Mean Something is probably the most powerful song, in my opinion, that I've written so far. Um, I really wanted to base it on personal experiences that I've gone through because I always find that music that I can relate to really makes me feel like I'm understood by the artist. So um, I wanted to make sure that through for anybody going through similar things to what I went through, like bullying or being like targeted at school for doing what you love from you, obviously like singing and performing um, and just embracing that you're different and knowing that your voice means something and that no matter what people try to say, they can't bring you down because you have the power within to, like, I guess, know your worth. Mm-hmm. And that's a very important statement is knowing your worth exactly because it's it is so many people can have an opinion of you, but like their value of you doesn't exactly reflect what your worth is. Right. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Awesome. So, of course, the song's been out for a a little while now. And with you saying it's been maybe like a little bit more of your powerful, maybe a little bit of a personal track. What has it been like to uh, release this out to the world? And what has the feedback sort of been like? Well, so far, a lot of my school peers have like completely like, I guess their opinions have changed because they're like, I listened to your song. I saw it on your Instagram you get it, don't you? I was like, I mean, I tried. And they were kind of, they kind of just came up to me and they were like, I finally get it. Like you really helped me. And that was like the greatest thing I could have heard because knowing that I could at least have changed a few people's perspectives on how they think of themselves and others just really makes my heart really like, uh, it was just that feeling of, "Ah, I did something. Well, and maybe it just continues to make the environment a, a, a nicer place for everybody, right? Yeah, that was the goal. Hey, perfect. Awesome. And of course, this was the sophomore single, like I mentioned. Of course, there was a track that came before it, uh, like it's summer as well. A little bit more of a uh, more relaxed vibe there, a little bit more of the uh, carefree vibe. So take us behind how that track came together for you. Yeah. So like it's summer... Um, it was really just, I wanted a fun, upbeat song that people could just vibe to. Um, so obviously summer is my favorite season and it's just one of those like things. Summer break is when I hang out with all my friends. We have the greatest time together. And it's just like, we almost have no major responsibilities. We don't have homework to finish. We don't have like to worry about getting to school, waking up early. It was just like such a fun time. And that's what I feel made this summer even greater for me because I had this release. And um, yeah, I just wanted to like really highlight the fun that you can have with your friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, especially when you're young, right? You got to capture yeah. uh, that time while you still have it. Make as many memories as you can. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And of course, we mentioned these are just two songs. And of course, it leads to a little bit of a uh, bigger picture, maybe a a little bit of a a debut EP. So without giving away too, too much more about that, what can you tell us about this upcoming project? So I'm going to keep writing songs. Hopefully, I will be going to Nashville very, very soon again to write more songs with Evan. And I have one more single coming out so far that I know of. 
and uh, I'll give you the title. It's called Be Free. I'm very excited for that one. I don't know when it's coming out. We're still kind of deciding, but that one is probably one of my favorites as well, just because, again, I'm trying to relate it to more personal experiences that I know others have been through because I mean, I've heard about them and my friends told me about what they're going through. So it's just one of those songs that you like close your eyes and you can just see yourself in that position. So that's what I was really going for. Perfect. Of course, uh, like I said, we're not going to dive into it too much because, you know, sometimes you got to take the moment to smell the flowers of the moment that you're in right right (laughs) and now. And of course, uh, you at 13 years old, fairly busy, like we mentioned, going through uh, starting your own solo music career, just releasing your sophomore single. You're a member of the uh, kids pop, mini pop kids there. Uh, which happens to be going out like on tours, consistently always touring. So between like going to Nashville, releasing your own music, touring with this group, how do you find balance between all of these things? Well, I find I really depend on the people who are there to like get me through it, I guess. So my brothers, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, my cousins, everybody who really has that big support for me. I really rely on them in times where I'm just like overwhelmed or if like I have three assignments due in like the next week and like I have to write a song, I have to get some videos out, um, which has happened before. (laughs) Um, I'll make sure that I surround myself with good people. And I know that I just remind myself I'm loved. I have people here to support me and I'm a pretty lucky person because I have a lot of opportunities and I just take a second to reflect, I guess, and just be thankful for everything that I've gone through and what I have. And it really, I guess it gives me a new perspective on everything. And it's almost like a reminder that I've been through a lot and I've gone through a lot and it's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Definitely will be. And I think that you're uh, moving in the right direction there for sure. So, of course, we've been mentioning all of these uh, incredible things that you're doing. When Kyra Daniel isn't touring across North America, uh, singing on a stage, rocking that stage, when she isn't in Nashville in the studio, uh, what else do you do for fun? What else do you uh, spend your time doing? Um, I always do homework. I write my songs. Um, I write a lot of songs, actually, in my free time. Um, like I said, family's always first. So I make sure that I see my grandparents every single day or at least call them. And, you know, I hang out with my friends. It's just a really like behind all of the crazy chaotic, like music stuff and school. I have a really like chill background, I guess. And it's just hanging out with the people I love. Perfect. Perfect. So of course, One of the things that I've continually brought up is the fact that you're a part of the uh, MPK troupe, the crew there. So um, one of the being able to be a part of that, there's probably quite a few uh, valuable things that you're able to learn and otherwise and maybe even apply to your own solo career. So what are some of the things that you would say that you've done exactly that? Learn from your time with the mini pop kids and have applied to your own uh, solo work. Yeah. So, um, performing live, like I said, is my favorite thing to do. It's just that feeling when I get in front of the crowd, there might be like a bit of nervousness before, but as soon as I step out and I sing my first note, I know it's like that I'm home feeling. So I've learned so much about myself over like the two or two and a half years that I've been in the group. Um, and just knowing that 
I belong on a stage <laughs> and it's like just knowing that that's where I truly feel the safest. And, um, the people who I've been working with are amazing. And another thing that I really, really learned about was dancing and singing at the same time. So, I mean, when I started out, I wasn't really the greatest dancer, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better and singing and dancing obviously isn't the easiest thing to do. So I've definitely learned a lot about that as well. Uh, a lot of breathing control and cardio. Yeah, tons. It's like a constant workout. <laughs> uh, some of those things that people just don't think about or, oh, yeah, no, you just go out there, grab a mic and put a smile on. It's like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's of course, well, um, being at 13 years old, and I mean, even like when at all times, there's a lot of people who get nerves when they go up and they perform in front of uh, crowds like that. So do you have like a little bit of a a routine, a little bit of a ritual that you do before you take the stage? I mean, yeah, it depends on where I am. I think, I feel like with the MPKs, I've gotten so much more comfortable because I'm in a group, but when it does come to performing like just solo, I have this thing where I just like close my eyes for a second. I've done my vocal warmups. I've done everything that I needed to do to like physically be warm. But um, in my mind, I just close my eyes and I do this before all the MPK shows too. close my eyes. And I just imagine me performing to the best, I guess, way that I can and performing to my full capability and just putting on the best show that I can. And it's weird sometimes because like I don't always know what that will look like, but I just tell myself this is going to be your best show. This this one is going to be a great one as always. So I guess it's just a self-motivation type thing. Hey, manifesting that performance. Yes, for sure. Hey, hey, I love to hear that. I like that. So, of course, uh, with all of these incredible things going on inside of your world, I'm sure that there's a lot to be thankful for. So what is something that you are thankful for? Definitely my family. Like I said, I have the biggest family ever. Oh, my gosh. Um, my two younger brothers are my biggest supporters. They come to all of my things. They are always in the audience cheering the loudest. And I love them so much. And my mom and my dad, obviously, they work so hard for our family. And um, it hasn't been easy, but they always make time for my brothers and I. And it's just so nice to look out into the crowd and know that my parents, my brothers, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, everybody is just there to support me. And it's just the greatest feeling. Hey, shout out to those dedicated family members, especially those dedicated parents who like, where do they find the time? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, so, of course, you mentioned uh, the ability to grow your confidence through music earlier on. So, of course, maybe there's somebody out there who uh, is listening, who is maybe not exactly feeling confident, maybe wants to release their own music or wants to do something else, release their own videos, uh, you know, chase their own dreams. Uh, what would message would Kyra Daniel have for that individual? The biggest thing I would say is to stay focused, humble, and kind. My dad has been telling me that forever. And I really think it's a matter of knowing what you want and going for it, no matter what the haters are saying, um, no matter what anybody is trying to tell you. Just take the, obviously, take the helpful advice that you can use for the future and just go for it. And then always, always, always be thankful for the people and the opportunities that you have, because you never know. There could always be that one special person who you don't appreciate or that you don't really keep in mind that much that could change your life. And I've always thought of it that way because it has happened a few times. So I always make sure to stay humble around others 
and to just know that I'm very lucky. And obviously being kind is like the worldwide, it's like the golden rule <laughs> type thing. So um, I just feel like having a smile on your face and just going into everything, no matter what the situation could be, just going into it with a positive mindset and I guess kind of drowning out the negative with positive. Hey, it's as you say, words mean something, right? Always. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. And of course, I've got one last question for you here, Kyra. And of course, we've been talking about your transition into your solo music, releasing it and building and growing as a artist, but also as a human being. And that's what I would like to know now is through this process of doing exactly all of that, how has that time helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Well, I definitely learned that I am very, I expect things very quick, which I know isn't always the greatest thing, but it's kind of like, if I have a goal to achieve, I'm going to achieve it quick. And like, if it's important, if I want to get this thing done, I'm going to do it quick and to the best of my abilities. Um, the other thing that I really have, I guess, improved over my time of doing this is just I guess being more positive, knowing that not everything is just a black hole and just like, oh, this sucks. Uh, I can't improve. Like I got, for example, if I get like a math test back, I didn't do as well as I thought I would. It's kind of just an opportunity rather than being like, ah, well, there's no point in trying anymore. It's having a different mindset and saying, well, there's next time. And it's just an opportunity to learn. I got to try harder and I will do my best and I will do better next time. Hey, absolutely. I like that mindset. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely helpful. No, oh, I agree. I, I would think so. And uh, I thank you for taking the time to not just share these lessons, this growth, but also the story behind this new song, Words Mean Something, with us here today on the DTP, Kyra. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Right, Elm Bush. Thank you so very much for choosing to check out today's interview here with the incredible Kyra Daniel. You can find Kyra's brand new single, Words Mean Something, on your favorite music streaming service. You can also check out her debut track, Like It's Summer, while you're there too. I hope that you enjoy what you hear. I also hope that you enjoyed what you heard here today on the DTP. Maybe so much so that you decide to subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already. Maybe you decide to share today's interview. That would make me very ecstatic if you chose to do that. It would also make me very happy if you chose to tag the DTP. Kyra Daniel, as well as me, the Colton G, so that we can show you a little bit of love for choosing to share this interview. Uh, you can also find me at the Colton G on your favorite social media platforms. You can find me, the Colton G, refing in Vancouver, British Columbia, this Thursday, October the 28th, 2022, for Nation Extreme Wrestling at the Commodore Ballroom. Tickets are still available. I know it's like one day away from when this releases so if it's like after the 28th then there's other shows that will be coming up and you can find out about them by following me on your favorite social media platform you can check out our web store it is www.deserttiger.shop 
And that's where you go to cop yourself something to represent your favorite podcast, which is this one right here. I hope. Maybe. Maybe. I hope. And you can also go ahead and find your roar and then let that roar out into the world because you, my friend, are a mighty tiger. Don't you ever forget this because you are capable of incredible things. And until next time, bye-bye.